Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Classic streams. The Abbott and Costello program brought to you by Camel, the cigarette of costlier, properly aged tobaccos. See if your throat and your taste don't make Camel the first with you, too. Find out for yourself. Listen to the great rhythms of Will Osborne and his orchestra, the swingy singing of Connie Hayes. And that sawed-off, stubby, overstuffed little statesman who, when invited to San Francisco for the United Nations Security Conference, proudly said, Hey! Costello, 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 calm yourself. Oh, yeah. Why are you so excited? Hey, Abbott, I think the war is over. Oh, that's silly. What makes you think the war is over? I just heard the lady next door talking back to her maid. Oh. <laughs> well, never look, never mind that. Yes, yes, look. Never mind that, though. Look. You know, we've got to drive out to the Eight to the Bar Ranch to see the Andrews sisters about the, the coming show next week. Yeah. Now, did you borrow Ken Niles' car? Oh, yeah, I borrowed it just like you told me. Well, that's swell. But I had a terrible accident, Abbott. What do you mean? I upset it. I gotta turn it over right away or Ken Niles' wife won't like it. Well, we can do that when we come back from the Andrews sisters' ranch. No, I gotta turn the car over now or Mrs. Niles is gonna be mad. I'll explain it to Mrs. Niles. Where is she? She's under the car. She... <laughs> She's under the car? Is she in a coma? No, she's wearing her evening gown. Oh. <laughs> well, then let's get Ken Niles to help us lift the car. Oh, Ken is in a good spot to help us. Fine. Uh, where is he? He's under the car, too. <laughs> For goodness sakes, how did this accident happen? I bumped into another car, Rabbit. Boy, that driver was mad at me. He said for two cents, I'd punch in a nose. And what happened? He ran up a bill of $8. <laughs> you were silly to argue with the driver. Why didn't you call a policeman? I didn't have to. I hit one. Hey. You hit a policeman? I hit a policeman. You hit a policeman in uniform? Nope, I hit him in the nose. Oh, oh this is liable to spoil our whole trip to the Andrews sisters' ranch. Uh, did the cop recognize you? Yep. Uh, could he swear to you? Yep. And I sweared right back at him. <laughs> I said, oh, you David Copperfield, you tale of two cities, you Oliver Twist. What did you say that for? I was giving him the dickens. That... <laughs> This is a fine thing. Now I have to straighten you out with that policeman. Where is he? He's under the car, too. What are they all doing under the car? Have you looked for an apartment lately? Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here comes Mr. and Mrs. Niles. Better beat it, Costello. Oh, no, you don't. You fat-headed, flabby, car-flipping fool. Do you realize you left me out there under the car holding up my rumble seat? Don't stand there like an idiot. What have you got to say? Good morning, Mrs. Niles. Don't good morning me. Good night, Mrs. Niles. That day went fast, didn't it? <laughs> Costello, why did you leave Mrs. Niles under the back seat of her car? Well, isn't that where they always keep the crank? Look, <laughs> well, Kenneth, you had it coming! 
Mrs. Niles. Oh, now, be nice, Lou. Say something. Uh, well, uh, all right. I, uh, just a minute now, you worm. That's don't enough, you... all right. Yeah, uh, please. Go ahead, go ahead. Pull me out, kid. All right. You're supposed to. Don't, here. don't you try to wiggle out of this. What about me? Look at my suit. I'm a mess. Niles, without looking at your suit, you're a mess. <laughs> but look at the spots all over my suit. Well, throw away the suit and wear the spots. <laughs> oh, Costello, I've had enough. We're going out to get the policeman and sue you for damages. Damages? But, Mrs. Niles, did you get hurt? Did I get hurt? I have a big scratch on my crazy bone. Put your hat on and nobody will notice it. <laughs> oh, come, Kenneth. <laughs> hey, come on, have a think fast. I got to get out of here before they come back with the cop. Oh, you can cause more trouble. We were going to the H of the Bar Ranch to ask the Andresses to appear on our show next week. And you wrecked the car we were going to use. Well... Now we'll have to rent a car. Well, let's get another car. We'll have to. Well, where can we get one? Now, you drive. Me drive? No, you drive. I said I drive. <laughs> you don't drive it. I drive it. Drive what? Hey, you drive. Why should I drive when you want to drive? I'm going to drive. Look, Costello, I'm renting a you drive and I drive it. Oh, then we both drive it. Uh, no, we do nothing of the kind. I drive. When I say you drive, I don't mean you drive. I mean that I drive, although it's a you drive. When you say you drive, you don't mean me drive? No. You mean you drive because I don't drive? Now you've got it. Now I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> now look, Abbott. You go to a place and you're going to rent a car. Yes. You are driving a car? Yes. Where am I sitting? You are sitting right next to me. Is there a steering wheel in front of me? Uh, no. And you're positive that I am not driving? I'm positive. And you are driving the car? Yes. All right. What kind of a car are you driving? You drive. Somebody better be driving No, 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 look Please I'm trying to explain this We go and rent a car Right Now where are we going to get it? You drive company Now I drive company I thought we were going alone You don't understand It hurts, you drive Well, if it hurts, you drive That, that's, that is right That's right This is getting worse Ed, Don't you see The head of the company's hurts That's too bad What hurts him? That nothing hurts him Look, every company has has to have a head. Naturally. Now, this company's head's hurts. Oh, why don't we take an aspirin? Listen. <laughs> it hurts you drive all over the country. Well, if it hurts to drive all over the country, why should I drive and get hurt? You don't get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. You don't get hurt, Custer. And nobody's going to hurt for me. That's right. You're not going to get hurt. Please. I'm a fool to get hurt. You're not going to get hurt. It's the Hertz Company. Oh, the Hertz Company. I still... I still... Look, Abbott. I... Am I mixed up? All right. It's very, it's very simple. Look, Abbott. Thank you, boys. Thank All right, you. Look, look Abbott. <laughs> now, I don't want to hurt nobody. Will you listen to me, please? The man, the man's name is... <laughs> look, no, please. Now, look, take it easy. The man's name is Hurts. He rents cars. You drive. It's the you drive all over the country. You drive all over the country? Yeah. Not with that OPA, brother. What are you talking about? That's why I can't go. OPA. What do you mean, OPA? Only a puny A car. Get out of here. Tonight, right now, maybe a pal of yours or the kid who used to live next door is parking his weary self in a nice muddy foxhole. Probably he's been fighting for days, never had a chance to take off his clothes, not a bite of hot food. And look at those lines in his face. Battle fatigue, if ever you saw it. 
And the kid turns to you and says, give me a cigarette, will you, bud? Would you give it to him? And how you would, your last cigarette, if there was only one left in the pack. Well, that's virtually what you're doing by giving up the camels you want and can't get these days. When your dealer says, sorry, no camels today, an important reason is because Army, Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard, wherever they go in their winning of the war, they have the first call on camels. A-M-E-L-F. The service first. Camel presents Will Osborne with the arrangement of one of your favorites. My dreams are getting better all the time. and Costello are driving their rented car over the desert to the Andrews sisters' ranch. We find them on the road, their motor merrily hammering away as they head for the ranch. Let's listen to these hammerheads. <laughs> well, Costello, no matter how you drive, the pedestrians always manage to get across the road somehow. Yeah, sneaky devils, ain't they? <laughs> yeah. I wish I was a truck driver. Why do you want to be a truck driver? Oh, they run into so many interesting people. Costello, you're a dope. Hey. Huh? Hey. What's Costello. wrong? Costello. There's, so- there's something wrong. What's wrong here? What's wrong with this? What's the matter with this car? Gas. <laughs> Hello. Hello, fellas. Have an accident? No, thanks. We just had one. Quiet, Costello. Say, mister, uh, could you pull us to the nearest town? Nope, but my horse can. <laughs> it's ten miles to Palm Springs. 
I'll tow you there for thirty dollars. Here, just hook this rope on. Okay? Here we go. Get here! <coughs> I think the horse is horse. You know, Costello, that guy is a jip, imagining charging, charging us $30 to pull us 10 miles. Don't worry, Ebbett. Uh, I'm getting even with him. How? I got our brakes on. <laughs> okay, Costello, here's the hotel. I'll ring for the uh, clerk. Oh, clerk. Oh, Jerry. Clerk. Oh, Jerry. Clerk. Oh, Jerry. Just clerk. a moment, please. This is a very high-class hotel, and I'll have you understand I'm not a jerk. You're not even a vibration. <laughs> Costello, will you act like a gentleman, please? Uh, clerk, we'd like a room. All I have left is the bridal chamber. Do you want that, Mr. Abbott? I do. Do you want it, Mr. Costello? I do. I now pronounce you room and bath. Five dollars. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Clark, just a minute. You don't understand. Uh, we were here on our way to the H of the Ball Ranch, and our uh, car broke down. We're going to see the Andrews sisters. Ah, yes, the Andrews sisters. Mm, yes. They are so sweet. Every time I see them, I want to kiss them. My mind says no, and my heart says yes. And what do you hear from your liver? <laughs> well, Mr. Costello, if you'll just sign the register, I'll have the boy show you to your suite. My what? Your suite. Your suite. You're cute, too. <laughs> Clerk, what about our room? All right, Mr. Costello, it's on the 10th floor. Here's the key, 1006. Now get going. Okay, I'll see you later. Okay. Wrong. All right. Wrong. All right. Wrong. I know you are. Now listen, Clerk, we want to get up early. We're going to the... Hey, wait a minute. 10th floor? 10th floor? Wait a minute. You sent Costello to the 10th floor. There's only one floor in this hotel. You haven't got a 10th floor. Good heavens, Do man, something. you're right. Oh, this is serious. Oh, Mr. Costello, there's no 10th floor. Come right down. Costello, speak to me. Are you, are you all right? What can I do for you? Send a boy up for my bags. <laughs> hey, come on, Abba, let's get out of this place. I have never been so humidity in all my life. Humidity? Yes, he humidityed me. Humidity means damn. Well, let's get out of this damp hotel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you... Banana. Yeah, look. Uh... <laughs> look, you can't check out. You just checked in. Oh, it's the gypsy in me. Oh, shut up. You're going right to bed. Now, we've got to see the Andrews sisters in the morning. Oh, here's our room. Come on. Uh -oh. oh, I wonder who that can be. Nobody knows we're in town. I'll take it. Go ahead. Hello, yes, this is Lou Costello. No, no, I'm sorry. I'd like to, but I just can't. No, no, I won't tell you. Who was that? Boulevard. They wanted to know what time it was. <laughs> ah, you're crazy. Now, go get to bed. Come on, hurry up. Okay. Now, uh, we've got to get up early, you understand? Uh, yeah, yeah. To get to the ranch. What's this? Pardon me, boys. I'm the chambermaid. I, I heard you two clowns had checked in, and I thought you might like to hear a funny story. How about it, Abbott? This chambermaid might have something. We could use a good joke. We haven't had one on three pages. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, well, did you ever hear the story about the double bed? Nope. 
I just made it. <laughs> oh, this kid is going to lay an egg. Oh, how dare you? I've never been so humiliated in my life. Now, you see, Abbott? She said the same thing, humidity. She thinks it's a damp hotel, too. Oh, dampness has nothing to do with it. She said humiliate. Conjugated from the Latin, humilius. Humilia. Humilium. I humiliate. She humiliates. They humiliate. Now, do you understand? Yes, sir. Everybody in the joint is damp. No. <laughs> oh, no, no. Say, miss, if you're so smart, maybe you could tell me something. Our car broke down, and we got to get to the Andrews Sisters Ranch. Now, how can we get there? Uh, on a jackass. Did you ever ride a jackass? No. Then you better get on to yourself. <laughs> hmm. How do you like that? That's a very funny joke. If you ask me, and I'll ask me. I think it's a funny joke. I think I'll try that one on Abbott. Hey, Abbott! Yes? Did you ever ride a jackass? No. Then hop on my back. Okay. <laughs> Out of 50 pounds of seawater comes one single precious ounce of magnesium, that miracle metal for airplanes. Sort of a parallel to the job of getting the precious tobacco for Camel cigarettes. You see, oceans of leaf tobacco are produced in the United States each year, about a billion and a half pounds. But only a fraction of this enormous production is good enough for Camels. Then those choicer, costlier tobaccos are properly aged and blended in the time-honored Camel way. Why, camels just wouldn't be camels if they were made of green, insufficiently cured tobaccos. So ask for camels when you buy cigarettes. Their full, rich flavor and cool mildness make them worth asking for every time. C-A-M-E-L-S Camels. War or peace, camels are still camels. Lovely Connie Haynes sings for her camel fans one of the most popular songs of the day, I'm Beginning to See the Light. I never cared much for moonlit skies. I never winged back at fireflies. But now that the stars are in your eyes, I'm beginning to see the light. I never went in for afterglow, a candlelight on the mistletoe. But now when you turn the lamp down low, I'm beginning to see the light. Used to ramble through the park, shadow boxing in the dark. Then you came and caused a spark at the full on fire now. I never made love by lantern shine. I never saw rainbows in my wine. But now that your lips are burning mine, I'm beginning to see the light. Used to ramble through the park. Shadow boxing in the dark. Then you came and caused the spark. That's the full on fire now. I never made love by lantern shine. I never saw rainbows in my wine. 
But now that your lips are burning mine, I'm beginning. Yes, I'm beginning to see the Come on, Costello. Costello, come here. I'm coming. Yes. Uh, we've got to check out of this hotel and find the Andrews sisters' ranch. Gee, Abbott, I hate to leave this lovely hotel room. I know. But I can't get it into my suitcase. What do you mean? My suitcase is full of towels. Costello! <laughs> I'm surprised at you, stealing towels from a hotel. What could be smaller? Wash rags? Now! <laughs> come in. Ah, pardon this unwarranted intrusion, gentlemen, but I'm looking for Abbott and Costello. Oh, that's Abbott over there, and I'm Costello. You? No, no, it couldn't be. Yeah. I'm sure, sir, I'm sure that Lou Costello does not look like a sawed-off, pot-bellied, imbecilic, flea-bitten bum. Oh, yeah? You want to bet? <laughs> say, neighbor. What did I say? Just a minute, neighbor. Who are you, anyway? Oh, pardon me. My name is Melonhead. I'm sorry. Well, with that, with that head, you should be sorry. Look at that scalp, Abbott. His forehead goes all the way back to Santa Monica. No. Just a minute, Costello. I resent your remarks. I have plenty of hair. I mean on your head and button your shirt. Oh. Costello, Costello, before you Did insult this man anymore, wow. please, before you insult him, let's find out what he wants. Go ahead. Find out what he wants. Well, go ahead. All right, Melonhead. Tell us what you want so I can insult you again. Gentlemen, I'm a theatrical agent specializing in television. Here's my card. Hey, there's nothing on the card. Well, television isn't here yet. <clears throat> now, let's get down to business, Costello. Let's get down to business. I understand you boys are here to engage the Andrews sisters to appear on your radio show. That's right. That's right. Now, Mr. Costello, if I could save you a lot of money. Look, if you found $14,987.50 in your pocket, what would you think? I'd think I'd had on somebody else's pants. Oh, no, no, no. Now, gentlemen, my proposition is very simple. The Andrews sisters would cost you $15,000, but I happen to represent the original Andrews brothers. The Andrews brothers? Who are they? A great act. And the Andrews brothers. The Andrews brothers will only cost you $12.50. Do you know what that means? Yes, that means they must be lousy. But... <laughs> will you shut up, Costello? Mr. Melonhead, how can you afford to sell the Andrews brothers so cheap? Oh, I was caught by the price ceiling. <clears throat> Uh, you see, think of it, boys. The, the Andrews, the three Andrews brothers for $12, and that's less than $5 a brother. Where can you buy brothers cheaper than that? I can buy the Smith brothers for a nickel. I can't sell them. Stop. Stop. And they got Qu more hair as a beard than you got on your head. Yeah, all right. Did you stop quibbling with Mr. Melonhead? Well, I mean, he quibbled on me first. Well, so what? I mean, after all, I don't go around quibbling on anybody right, unless right. they quibble on me first. All right, well, forget about it. I got a good mind to let him have it some more. I'll quibble but him with both barrels. Now, never mind the quibbling. I guarantee I can quibble further than he all can. All right, we don't want no more quibbling. Uh, quiet. We might as well stop right here. We ain't getting no place for right, Mr. Melonhead. <laughs> yeah? Uh, uh, when can we hear the Andrews brothers? When you can hear them right now. All right. Come in, boys, and sing for Abbott and Costello. Hit it. Money if we were only sisters. 
Well, Costello, <laughs> what do you think of the three Andrews brothers? Well, they could be worse. How could they be worse? There could be four of them. <laughs> Now, wait a minute, Costello. Let's not pass judgment until we hear the boys sing something else. Do you, uh, do you boys know Apple Blossom Time? Do they? Do, of course they, boys. Go ahead, hit it. Sing a medley. I'll be with you in Apple Blossom Time. <laughs> Sounds more like Apple Cider Time. Mine. They'll have to change more than their names if they want to get on this program. Hit it, boy! Didn't I tell you the Andrews brothers were out of this world? They ain't out far enough. Oh. <laughs> let's not quibble, Costello. Look, where can you find a better bargain than these three wonderful singers? Think of it. Three brothers for $12.50. Now, why, that, 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 you cost that much for three goats. Yeah, but look at the difference. Nothing doing, nothing doing, Melonhead. Your prices are too high. Too high, Costello? Before I'll sell the Andrews brothers for less than $12.50... I'll drown myself. Okay, you ask for Put it. that salsa bottle down. Hey! Get him out of here. Costello will be back for Camel Cigarettes in just a moment. Thanks to the Yanks of the Week, tonight we salute Lieutenant John Battenfield Mitchell of Brentwood, Pennsylvania, engineer with the 9th Armored Division who risked his life to disconnect wiring from the explosives which would have blown up the Raymogan Bridge over the Rhine in just 10 more minutes. His action made possible the tank dash to the Rhine's eastern bank. In your honor, Lieutenant Mitchell, the makers of camels are sending to our fighters overseas 500,000 camel cigarettes. Each of the two Camel Radio shows honors the Yank of the Week by sending free 500,000 Camel cigarettes overseas, a total of more than a million Camels sent free each week. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States twice a week, are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are fighting, and in cooperation with a good neighbor policy also to Central and South America. Listen Monday to Bob Hawk in Thanks to the Yanks, and next Thursday to Abbott and Costello, who will have as their guest the famous Andrews sisters. 
It's only human that these terrific blasts of good news from Europe should deafen us for the moment to the importance of our war with Japan. Let's not deceive ourselves. Japan is still strong in spite of the powerful blows we've been striking. Japan still has millions of fighting men standing in our way. Japan still clings to a fanaticism we can hardly comprehend. So stay on your job. Keep on buying more and more war bonds. Let your servicemen overseas know that they're not fighting alone, that you too are fighting a war. And now, here are Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with the final word. Well, Costello, what have you planned to do next week with the Andrews sisters? I'm going to show them up, Abbott. I am going to sing. Well, that should be of interest to uh, music lovers all over the world. Have you chosen a song? Yes, Abbott. I'm singing that popular ballad entitled, Who Spilled the Beer on the Stove? Or, Foam on the Range. Good night, folks. Good night. folks, be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, camels are worth asking for every time. See for yourself how camels' mildness, coolness, and flavor click with you. fishing season's come around again, and here's a wish I'm making for you. May all your bites be confined to your line, and may there be none from your pipe to plague your tongue. And you won't get that bite you don't want if you load up your pet pipe with Prince Albert smoking tobacco, because Prince Albert gives you all that rich, full-bodied, real He-Man tobacco flavor without any tongue bite. Why? Because it gets a special no-bite treatment that makes it as gentle to your tongue as these April breezes on your brow. Also, Prince Albert is crimp cut for perfect packing, easy drawing, even burning. And what a bargain, mister. Just about 50 pipefuls per package. More men smoke Prince Albert than any other pipe tobacco in the world. And one pipeful will tell you why. Classic Streams. This concludes another episode of Classic Streams. Thank you for listening. Retro Radio Today does not claim ownership over copyrights to any radio shows on our podcasts. The work in this episode has been identified as being free of known restrictions under copyright law, including all related and neighboring rights. The show copyrights are believed to be expired. Classic Streams.